while bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do you not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true? Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 17. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones, and with me today is Tiwee. Today, we'll be discussing the wide world of weirdness that makes our planet the best planet in the simulation. Among other glitches in the Matrix, we're looking into a recent city council's effort to protect Bigfoot from poachers and the sinister conspiracy perpetuating the myth that birds are real. Let me tell you, they are not. And this show is the red pill you never thought you'd be swallowing. Finally, Tiwi and I will be trying our hands with the crystal ball in our Far Off Tomorrow segment where we attempt to top Sylvia Brown and predict the future. With all that said, Tiwi, how is life? Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. I just went to this huge concert. There was probably like 30,000 people there. We were all just like holding each other and like <laughs> kissing, licking each other. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And then, you know, we had this group sneeze. It was so beautiful. It was great. Into each other's mouths. <laughs> yeah, we just opened one side of the <laughs> arena, opened their mouths, and the other just sneezed. And we took turns. So we just had like a big like wave like that. It was it was great. Oh, beautiful. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. Just, you know. Remembering the normal days. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we do actually have a an actual announcement. The far off topic family has gotten one human larger. Uh, Jax has had uh, another baby. This one is June Jackson. And uh, yes, she's uh, eight pounds, 15 ounces, I want to say. That's kind of big. Is it? I I mean, I have, a, I have had, a, had a baby too, and I just can't remember how big he was when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds big. I mean, I don't know. It's not like abnormally big. It's just big. It's a big baby. All right. Well, I won't tell her you said that. Regardless, welcome, baby June, to the Far Off Topic family. Um, it's a strange family, and uh, I'm sure you will social distance us when you get older. With that, uh, it's time to jump into some news from near and far. I did something different here. We should probably get the bad news out of the way and talk a bit about this coronavirus business. Uh, we just did two entire episodes over it, so I know you're probably getting a little bored, but whatever, it comes up. So depending on who you're listening to, the nation is nearly out of the woods, or we have yet to see the worst of what's to come. Uh, the people or person championing the rosy outlook would be our wonderful and brave President Donald Trump. Mm. On the doom and gloom side of things, we have all the scientists in the world. (laughs) Considering how Trump seems to be able to blunder his way over the river and through the woods straight to Fortune's house, and not forgetting that he is clearly the next messiah of the god Jehovah, I personally am going to say that the coronavirus will probably disappear by Easter, as Trump has said. Mm. Of course... Of course, we should probably hear what the idiot scientists have to say. So let's spool up our bats and barbed wire and start talking apocalyptic monomania. And I looked as he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became as black as sackcloth. Judgment. First off, the scientists' playbook of radical ideas is that the virus might be accelerating. On March 23rd, WHO officials said that the spread of COVID-19 is picking up speed around the world, according to WHO Director General Tedros 
I should probably always I should look ahead and put like <laughs> a, like a phonetic spelling. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll just call him Ted. Uh, he said. The pandemic is accelerating. It took 67 days from the first reported case to reach 100,000 cases, 11 days for the second 100,000 cases, and just four days for the third 100,000 cases. So fast, I would say. Uh, So could our beloved president be wrong? Is it possible the U.S. still might be in the throes of pandemic by Easter? Tiwi, what do you think? Um, you know me. I trust everything that Trump says. As you should. As you should. It's not just trusting him. It's trusting God. God speaks through him. He is his vessel. He is. And I look to him for guidance. So I am actually, you know, I've already ironed my Easter outfit. Um... I've You're getting ready for ready for the next bit wave. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ready uh, to head awesome. back to work in a hospital um, where I'm non-essential staff, and I'm just gonna ride the elevator up and down, up and down, touching all the buttons, and just like get in there because it's my duty as an American citizen to trust Trump. You know, I, I hate to be the one to do this to you, but jacuse, jacuse, because you put in the rundown, hell is coming. Here is the mathematical proof. A sinister article from insidermonkey.com. What What does this say? Let me just throw that out there. What does this say? Jacuse. I found it in a finance blog, and I was kind of surprised by the content because it's more predictive of the actual health Um, trajectory of COVID-19. And he's been incredibly accurate in the model that he has. Um, He is a researcher, so I guess, but he's a finance researcher, but I guess maybe some of these skills translate over to health research. And it should probably help to say that his analysis is that the total U.S. death toll by April 15th will be more than 20,000. We estimate that 80,000 of the 2 million infected Americans will be hospitalized over the next two weeks. Um, so he's yes. very bullish on hospital stocks. So it gets, of course, it gets back down to money. Yeah, he's, yes, concerned about that, he's concerned about that green. But what I found interesting, finance projections aside, um, was like, the the actual predictions, he said it would be 800. On March 19th? On March oh, 26th. No. And I went and looked, and on March 26th, he wasn't, I mean, he was actually under. And I think when he wrote this, it was much less. So he was basing this on the model, and his model is, I mean, it's pretty close. And he's saying and, essentially. And maybe a little rosy, a little rosy. <laughs> a little rosier, yeah. I think what he's saying, though, in this is that, you get infected, you don't know you're infected for a long while, and basically the people who are dying were infected about almost a little less than a month before. So it's, you know, from infection to death, it's about a 23-day, 24-day timeline. So he's saying that all the people that were dying, you know, in a certain given period of time were actually infected, like, in um, February, like the end of February, And that's where he was kind of coming up with his number. And then when you look at his number and how close it was, if that's true, and we know that the, there is definitely an infection rate that's increasing rapidly and exponentially, then his death predictions may actually ring true, which is horrifying. Um, And then I think there's factors that obviously you could never account for just variables like Mardi Gras happening. Um, that 
are definitely going to accelerate that number because I know Louisiana is getting particularly hard hit after deciding to continue with those celebrations. New York is getting really bad. And I, I know there's been, I think they're hitting a healthcare crisis and that people may actually be coming out. So people are quitting, people are leaving, people are feeling overwhelmed and healthcare workers aren't slaves you know they they have choice they don't <laughs> have yet, to stay least. there <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. be chained to the walls god forbid but i mean universal health care means indentured <laughs> servitude i feel like most people when they go to in healthcare, you're sort of taught this certain model of responsibility with infection control. And now they're saying like, throw that all away, disregard all of that. We just really need you to stay here without protection. And people, you know, it just, I don't know. It goes against everything. Right. They take a, an oath and they, you know, they want to live by that, but they're right. also like, we're not also idiots, you know, like mm-hmm. we're not just going to blindly just die where we stand because exactly. one, and, you won't help us. Like that's the right. thing too. It's like you're, you're, you're willfully just not helping solve the problem. And you just keep wanting me to go and go and go and sacrifice my life. Whereas, you know, yeah. Trump and even Andrew Cuomo and all these other rich guys or, or, or leaders, they get to stay home or talk yeah. in their podium somewhere. You know, they're not they're not out there in the field like breathing and getting spit in their mouth. Right. And oh, gross. And <laughs> but also um, there was so I I WebExed into a session for my work, which was about the triage protocol for Washington state. And essentially they were saying that they will have a team, a triage team and I can't remember all the details. I didn't pull up the slides, but you're going to have an infectious disease specialist, a palliative care specialist, a bioethicist, a medical bioethicist. It's like a five or six um, grouping of people, physicians. And then there were rules. Um, So one of the rules is that nobody on the team could have ever treated that particular patient they want the people to be completely blinded to patients and have no knowledge of their history or anything really about them. They really just want to know the prognostic information and their supply chain use. So they would just want to know you have an 80% chance of successfully living and your vent use or supply use is, you know, X number of days versus someone who maybe has like a 20% chance of living with like a 30 day vent use, then obviously the 20, 30 person's going to go. And then what's sad, obviously, you know, what if that other person is, you know, young and relatively healthy and maybe like a single mom or something? I don't know. It's just like, ugh, it's grim. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I feel like you could do this. A robot could do this as well. I mean, I don't think probably you, I mean, if we just you're looking at just raw data. Oh, this yes. person seems to be flagging. Mm. Kill them. Except uh, no, they have the medical bioethicist. I think there are situations because they didn't obviously they didn't go into specifics because people were asking questions in Washington. They've been bringing up the whole discrimination. Some of the other triage plans that have been proposed do discriminate against people who have disabilities. Um, And so there's actually a lawsuit, I believe, um, 
that's filed been filed stating that the triage plan does violate the Disabilities Act because it's basically saying like certain people are just going to get not helped or, you know. Right. They're not as valuable citizens. Right. So exactly. This is God's way of cl- clearing out the, the game board. So, I mean, there were things that they mentioned about that. I don't know. My question, though, is the bioethicist, is he paid by Bill Gates? No. I mean, it's. I think it's the Are staff sure? bioethicists at work. Oh, uh, you need to check his money. Follow the money, people. Because mm. that, that guy, I'm sure he's like, all right, he's going to find out all of Bill Gates' enemies and boom, you're, you're done. Why are people so anti-Bill Gates? Because he predicted this. He, <laughs> he's, been, he's been at the forefront of this entire uh, coronavirus thing. He knew it was coming. So it's just a little, it's a little iffy. I mean, if anything, that should make you maybe listen to him. Except don't listen to him because I think he said we were only like two months away from being done. And no, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> uh, and watch him step in with the cure. He's had the cure for years. I mean, I if he did have the cure, I would definitely partake. My here's here's my conspiracy theory for why he would spread it. He's an Ayn Rand follower, and this is his way of killing off all the parasites. I don't think and he so. Is. He's just letting it, he's letting it burn out, and he wants to be seen as that guy that was shepherding people toward the light, knowing, of course, full well that no one would listen to him. So he could just you know do the whole uh, Cassandra act, and then when it finally shows up, he's like, ah, ha, 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 the parasites are gone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of the parasites, we have these uh, jokers, a uh, guy in Missouri, a 26-year-old kid named Cody Lee Fister, who was uh, going through stores and licking uh, deodorants at a Walmart. Um, just And, and then, then saying, like, who's afraid of coronavirus? Um, <laughs> and he filmed himself. Yeah, he filmed himself and posted the video on social media. So people around the world were actually reporting him to authorities which is awesome which is awesome we live in this <laughs> yeah. digital age where everyone's like oh no i know where you live asshole yeah uh i feel like i hope that this is a lesson to people not to do that i also i mean i don't know i feel like ugh, who who does this <laughs> This is a small outlier. That's the thing is that like I also this is not the first time I heard this. I heard that mm-hmm. a, a group of kids were coughing on produce. I don't know in what state or what town, but they were doing again the Facebook thing of like going around coughing like fake coughing on all the produce because mm. it's a big you know ah ha ha we're gonna kill some boomers. Mm. I'm sure that's worked into Trump's plan <laughs> for Easter. Yeah. This is a very aspirational uh, uh, goal for him. He's just looking at his portfolio and he's just freaking out. He's like, where's all my wealth? (laughs) Get back in there, cogs. (laughs) He's realizing that his only real sell for re-election was his economy. And he this coronavirus just came through and killed it. Um, So he's just like, no, 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 no. If if everyone just gets back and starts starts buying stuff again, we'll be we'll I'll get reelected. I mean, he's just panicking. Let's say you're a Trump supporter and you go back to work, you get sick and maybe someone gets sick from you and dies. Um, How are you going to feel about that? Are you going to be like, oh, you know. You're I'm clearly really- <laughs> going to assume they weren't strong enough to handle it or they had liberal tendencies and, uh, you know, God cleared the, the game board. Just like, get out of here. You know, as long as you're strong, as long as your, your faith is strong in our leader Trump, you know, you'll, you'll be saved. I mean, he doesn't have it. And look, he came, he brushed with death, but, you hey, know, left and you know right. What? 
let's hold out hope. Let's hold out hope. Based on this that Hell Week article, I'm hoping that Trump does have it because that made me <laughs> that gave me hope because no, he, no, two, he's he, two weeks. You can have two weeks of being asymptomatic. Some people they said were even longer. They think that people can go even longer being asymptomatic. So I, I can imagine that if I, if you're younger and like, I don't know, sturdier I, him, I feel like he's probably already got seven diseases working on his body right now. What are you talking about? He's like the healthiest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are God diseases. These are heavenly sacred oh, diseases, okay. but I'm sure that they're just eating from him from the inside out. Uh, one more would just, you know, tip everything down. The dominoes would fall and he would just, just be overcome with sweat in one of these press conferences and just collapse. I just, I hope he has it. Yeah, let's move on from uh, Corona talk. I don't think it's a big deal. Um, we don't need to. <laughs> I know it's like so yesterday's hard. news. <laughs> fact, I mean, yeah, Ugh. We see it every single day. Whatever. Right. Uh, so uh, enough about humans. Let's talk about our domestic cryptid community as we delve into the effort to save Bigfoot in our segment. Things that should not be. Trinity County Board of Supervisors ignited the hearts and imaginations of cryptid lovers recently when they proposed a resolution preventing the poaching of our nation's beloved Sasquatch. According to the article by Tim Banal, the resolution argued that there is evidence to indicate the possible existence in Trinity County of a nocturnal primate mammal variously described as an ape-like creature or a subspecies of Homo sapien, colloquially known as Sasquatch, Yeti, Bigfoot, or Giant Hairy Ape, for those people that lack an imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Noting that the purported presence of this creature in the region has not only drawn interest from researchers, but also gun-toting individuals looking to take down the beast, the bill called for any premeditated, willful, or wanton slaying of Bigfoot to be punishable by a fine of up to $1,000 and or imprisonment in the county jail for a period of one year. Uh, there was some public comment. They, they, there's a video of this, I should say. There, there's a video of this entire scene, and it's quite lovely. It, it just, I don't know, just gives me the, the warm fuzzies <laughs> when I watch it. Um, and then it kind of descends into uh, just normal government. So did you actually watch the video I sent you? <laughs> You, you didn't watch the article. You didn't watch the video of the article, did you? I'm not going to say I didn't watch the video, but I'm not going to say worst. I did either. I'm going to be honest. The- Bigfoot is probably like one of the least interesting things, phenomenon, whatever that exists in my mind. It's because you don't know enough about it. It's possible. Uh, I, That's very possible. I've stated many times, and I, I agree with you, that Bigfoot just doesn't uh, doesn't really do anything for me. It's, um, yeah, it's very Except early when I'm 90s. in the woods. When I'm oh. camping or anywhere alone in the woods, yeah. then I think about Bigfoot a lot. I never, I haven't been camping, honestly, in like 30 years. Well, there you go. See, I bet you the next time you're in the woods and it gets dark and you're just sitting there by the campfire and you hear like, logs falling Ugh. or weird cracking <laughs> sounds guess what bigfoot will be right up there in front of your mind yeah i don't know there's actual bears in the woods so yeah no no there's just mm. bigfoot okay so now my question though is this so in the back and forth the little county supervisors meeting 
there was a lot of like so one 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 supervisor was really upset. He thought it was just uh, a, a huge waste of time and it insulted the intelligence of his constituents. And hilarious, I guess, could be one term, but I actually find the resolution insulting. To he wanted to say, "Don't feed peanuts to the to the Sasquatch." That's fine, but to actually say. In the absence of specific laws covering the taking of species, um, which that's not true. There's you can't just go out and shoot any species you want. Encourages laxity in the use of firearms and other deadly devices and poses a clear and present threat to the safety and well-being of persons living and traveling in the boundary of I just think that's insulting to anybody that hunts, anybody that's out in the woods with a gun. Everyone was really just kind of down on it. You know, one, mm-hmm. they were, of course, saying, like, scientifically, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a rational pursuit. Um, but just kind of overall, there's like, why would we even do this? My question is, what's the harm? What's the harm of having a resolution not to kill Bigfoot? <laughs> right. I think, you know, here's the thing. Let's be honest. If you did see a Bigfoot and you were a hunter and you had a gun, what are you going to do? What are you going to well, do? Here's the thing. <laughs> on Coast to Coast, many years ago, this subject came up. And uh, Art Bell was really just appalled by how many people said they would immediately kill it because yeah. you have that reward. You have like, like you need that evidence, right? right. And it, big, you can, probably can't like convince Bigfoot to walk into your car and say, "Hey, man, we're gonna make it big. We're mm-hmm. gonna just tour the every state. You're gonna be out there in front with a dog collar, and I'm gonna call you Mr. Harry Feet, and we're just gonna make millions." Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not gonna do that, so you're gonna have to kill him mm-hmm. and stuff him. And, you know, do it that way. That's what hunters do. They kill things. And they're definitely going to kill a Bigfoot. Yeah, you know what? I can't necessarily fault them for it either. Like, if there's no law saying that I can't kill Bigfoot, I, I'm a middle-class guy, you know? <laughs> I want to get to that next tier. If I can see a Bigfoot and I have the means to kill the Bigfoot, um, I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to take my shot. You know, I, I don't think I would kill Bigfoot. But I also wouldn't be in the woods because I haven't been there in 30 years. (laughs) But you get get lost in parks in our conversation. (laughs) Tiwi admitted that she gets lost in parks. So there's probably a good reason why you should never go in the woods because you're probably just. Hey, but the parks in my city are they're really intense. So they are. are. They are. We're not Big talking about like probably, <laughs> playground equipment here. If you ever see a really hairy park ranger saying, hey, come on over this way. This path is really clear. I've tended it to myself. Uh, don't go. That's a Bigfoot trying to lure you into, yeah. into the woods. Um, That's my Bigfoot voice, by violent? the way. That's your big, he's like an old Wilford Brimley. Hey, Bigfoot. what's going on? <laughs> Pepperidge Farm cookies <laughs> on this trail over here. <laughs> I'm a Bigfoot. Get in here right now. <laughs> he wouldn't say he's a Bigfoot. He'd say I'm a park oh, okay. Ranger. Come on, man. I'm a park ranger. Come on in. I've tended right. this trail all by myself. <laughs> Just like you, mm-hmm. I was not a huge Bigfoot guy, so I'm not really into the Bigfoot lore. But uh, Willow Creek is the town approximately 50 miles south of where the Patterson-Gimlin film was made, which is that classic Bigfoot um, movie okay. that you've seen. I'm sure the, 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 that weird ape guy the walking through guy. the... Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, through the through the the woods or the, the fallen trees and stuff like that. So that film was there, and it now is kind of like the epicenter of all kind of Bigfoot. I fandom, I guess, is what you'd call. It. They have a Bigfoot museum. Um, they have a, a, an actual uh, a race, like a bike race. Uh, one of the guys who was actually at the board of supervisors meeting was actually saying how he basically had this this one race, and this was his first year that they were going to rebrand it as the Bigfoot, like whatever race. And they were even considering having a Bigfoot, a guy dressed up as Bigfoot, on kind of like on the side, just kind of like you know, either scare people, just be out there on the side of the woods or the kind of like the, the rim of the woods, kind of like woo. Um, but they had brought up in their meetings, like, well, well, here's the thing: people might shoot him. What if, what if someone just like says, "Oh, it's like me," and wants to make that fucking payday? Uh-huh. And they just fucking like zero in on. It. They get off their bike and like start just mowing him down. Um, it was an actual an actual concern. And he even said like, "Here's the thing, I don't necessarily believe in Bigfoot, but if you have people dressed up as Bigfoot out there, maybe this law would prevent some like you know otherwise honest hunter from murking him." Well, I mean, sure, I guess you could you could make the resolution, or 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 you could say no hunting on this day. Just saying. Or there's also just like if you're shooting like a, a hairy man. Yeah, don't um, shoot that's probably any just... upright people <laughs> right. things. Bipedal hominids. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, just like, I mean, just there was that, that bear. Remember that bear that was like in New Jersey that would walk upright? No. I know it's a thing bears do. No, there was like, hold on. I'm going to find it because it was amazing walking upright bear. He just always walked upright though. Oh, that's spooky. It was. Yeah, somewhat, here it is. New Jersey's walking bear mystery solved. I'm going to find it for you. Here, popping it in. Or your thesis is that this would also prevent people <laughs> this, from murdering. It's a good way to like live as a bear. Right. You see it? <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Oh. Oh, I do see it right here. Remember that big mystery <laughs> in New Jersey? We first showed you this video on Thursday, the bear walking on two feet. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, I know. He just walks around like that. So we sent ABC's Ron Claiborne to find out. See for yourself. That expert tell ABC News is not someone in a bear suit. They say it really is a bear standing on his hind oh legs and walking just as comfortably and smoothly as a person. <laughs> I think he walks better than you, Don. You see, are you watching the video? Yes. <laughs> that is spooky. There it is. There it is. <laughs> this sighting caught on camera July 19th. The bear ambling down a residential street in suburban Oak Ridge, New Jersey. He's mimicking people to get closer yeah. to humans later, and eat them. He's probably just like getting just food from the trash. Down. He's looking at me. Local residents have nicknamed this bear Vinny. Vinny the bipedal bear. It turns out state wildlife officials have been monitoring Vinny ever since he was first reported to them back in June. And he is walking upright because his two front paws are injured. Oh, he's injured. Yeah. I think he got shot. So I don't think that plan actually worked out too well. Oh, no. Did you say that he he was safe? Did you? Well, I said that as a theory that he could be safe. Uh But I think he actually did get shot. Sure. <laughs> well, there you go. I guess <laughs> coming back full circle why we need a resolution uh, right? not to kill. Po- and I'm sure he's probably <laughs> killed because they thought he was fucking Sasquatch. Yeah, so it's like a payday. Holy shit! It Vinny. says, that is "Oh spooky. no, pedals is- the walking bear is dead." Yeah, that's him. I don't know. Wait, I thought they were calling <laughs> Vinny. <laughs> yeah, like, are we sure this is the same guy? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's more. Pedals and Vinny. 
It's or, in or New Jersey. New Jer- that's a good New Jersey name, though. Vinny Pedals. Vinny Pedals. Hey, Vinny. Vinny Pedals. Hey, what's up, Vinny? Vinny Pedals is here. Yeah, it was the same one. The injured paws and chest. Aw. He died. People well, got. There you people go. were sad. As they should be. And as we all will be for a while after I kill Sasquatch. Mm. But once we, uh, once I go state by state showing his uh, stuffed carcass, people will, will praise me. And they'll be like, I-, I thank you for bringing this this oddity to our doorstep. So now we can all see the evil hairy beast. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gazing into the foggy reach of uncharted time and distilling future events when we bring you our Far Off Tomorrow segment at the end of the show. But first, our time rubbing shoulders with the bazaar isn't over. After the break, we're bringing to light what could possibly be the most sinister conspiracy ever, and it involves all of you. The birds. This is their new hopes. And through it all, man has played a conspicuous part. Birds are not aggressive creatures, miss. They bring beauty into the world. It's a fake. But man has not been unmindful of his debt to the bird. Get yourselves guns and wipe them off the face of the earth. We have honored our feathered friends in many ways. Cage birds and show them off proudly in most of our zoos. Are the birds going to eat us, mommy? The end of the world. Something strange is flying through the air these days. You may have even noticed them and thought nothing of it. But tonight, we will reveal the truth hidden in plain sight as we explore abnormalities. Curious about unexplained The unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. Enter that world of The CIA assassinated John F. Kennedy after he refused to kill and replace billions of birds with drones. The U.S. government is sequestering a team of Boeing engineers in Area 51 for a secret military mission. Our tax dollars have been funneled into building the Turkey X-500, a robot used to hunt large birds. If you're familiar with any of these above (laughs) statements, then you already know birds aren't real. It's a nearly two-year-old movement that claims the CIA took out 12 billion feathered fugitives because directors within the organization were annoyed that birds had been dropping fecal matter on their car windows. The targets were eradicated between 1959 and 1971 with specially altered B-52 bombers stocked with poison. Am I hearing contrails, anyone? They were then supplanted with avian-like robots that could be used to surveil Americans. Now, patient zero for this memetic virus is 20-year-old Peter McIndo. Am I saying that right? Peter (laughs) McIndo, an English and philosophy major at the University of Memphis in Tennessee. Tiwi. Yes. Since you're the one that dropped this in my lap. uh, What brought this up? Why are we talking about birds today? Well, this actually came up because people in my neighborhood were pointing out that the birds have been particularly louder after the stay-at-home orders. And uh, people were commenting that it's because the batteries had just been changed. Um, And I can't deny it. I can't deny it. The, The birds are louder, a little bit more viv and vim. 
there's certain birds that we know in our area. Um, we have the who me bird. I don't know what it's what really. I, I don't know what it's really called. We call it the who me bird because it goes like <laughs> who me. <laughs> um, the who me's are out and they're very loud right now. Um, lots of uh, little fatties. Little fatties are um, a main like a domain of birds. So little fatties subdomains are um, what are those little dudes called? Sparrows. Chickadees, they're all little fatties. I haven't seen a lot of, now this is the actual bird name, the Stellar's Jays. I haven't seen too many of those. Those are those like blue jay things that we have here in Washington. And then there's the Northern Flicker, um, another real bird. I haven't seen any of those. But I did actually get some good photos of, um, I think I'm outing myself as like a bird person <laughs> Apparently, uh, you've listed off a number of birds that uh, I've never heard of, and I cannot, I cannot duplicate what you're doing right now with bird knowledge. For a while, I got really interested in, in birds for like a little, like a summer, not like a long time. I was going to say the first week of isolation? No, no, no. It was like a few years ago. I was just, there's a lot of birds in our house where we live because I think we're kind of a little bit away from the street. And so they think it's just not part of the city or something. So we just get like a ton of birds. Um, we had, the other day we had these mockingbirds that were um, not mockingbirds. What are you talking about? The ones that woodpeckers, we had some woodpeckers, mm. um, which a stel- not stellar shade, the Northern flickers, a woodpecker, but we had these different woodpeckers woodpeckers which i haven't looked up yet but they were cool looking robotic I, ones perhaps yeah they were ro- definitely robotic one of the batteries fell out and then a man ran up really quickly and put it back in and i was yelling at him to get out of my yard but um i have to say uh over here we do actually have road runners and oh. they don't look real they look weird they, I, I actually they don't look necessarily weird it's just a bird running as fast as it can across like an area just looks weird i've never uh, seen a road runner are they big? Yeah, it's like people size. No, sized? they're. <laughs> I wish <laughs> kind of dinosaur evil world. We live in. <laughs> I think like be ostriches. <laughs> they're big. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like road owners would be much more well known if they were that big. Though. <laughs> I'm These looking it up. Things running through town <laughs> at the speed of light. Whoosh. Um, no, they're tiny. They're tiny, but they're still weird. I was actually—I guess it was chasing me and Char- Charlie Goodshoes. Uh, I took him out to this. We have this little wildlife preserve. It's the Wetlands Park area, and we're take, coming back to the the car, and all of a sudden we started getting shadowed by this this woodpecker. I'm like, normally these things are pretty afraid of people, but this guy was like right on me. Hmm. Um, and then we shared a moment. I took several pictures of him, and then he's like, "All right, man," and he darted off. Um, so I don't know. I think I was being surveilled. You probably were. Was, uh, they were probably like yeah. trying to get a closer look to see what you were doing there and get your face in the camera. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the twist uh, mm. to all the people that think that birds aren't real is complete BS. Uh, because China has been testing creepy drones that look like real birds. According, so this is uh, from an article from Business Insider. They say China hardly needs to add to its growing list of innovations within the surveillance industry, but yet they've just been trying out a flock of new dove drones. The drones, which fly just like real birds, would have already been tested in regions such as Zhejiang, where they've gone completely undetected. 
The new drones have been developed for a program known as Dove and are able to replicate about 90% of the movements of a real Dove. Unlike standard unmanned aerial vehicles with fixed wings or rotor blades, these drones gain an altitude, dive, and accelerate in flight just as a bird would. So maybe not all birds are real. <laughs> I feel like this is a chicken and the egg oh, um, situation because obviously the Chinese government discovered that birds aren't real and then they said let's try to catch up to what the u.s is already doing and make our own version of these birds I mean, isn't that isn't that what the, the china is always uh, accused of right take technology yeah and they use it for their own ends exactly because our birds are very lifelike i mean you would never know that they're not real right these are like the latest generation of a drone yeah these don't look like they don't really look like birds, the ones from China. They're just obviously knockoffs. Even before the break, we were talking about how some things kind of seem to be off with birds because uh, we've both experienced these, these, these instances where we're out at night and we hear the sounds of morning as hundreds of birds are chirping away as if they don't know any better like Mm -mm. their programming's off like oh hey guess what it's still it's still daylight outside (laughs) i mean i think that's a huge giveaway yeah their security software obviously wasn't updated we all know people who just don't update their software and those birds just clearly weren't updated by their administrators so and the thing is uh it is strange because i i did find this subreddit a while back and so when this when you pop this into the the rundown, I was very surprised. I thought there was some some new news about it. No. Um, but it seems like it's just gaining that mo- mainstream momentum. Soon it'll be the new flat Earth. It will be probably the most dominant conspiracy theory out there. Now I will say it does have competition. Mm-hmm. Um, there there is a new subreddit out there called Giraffes Aren't Real. What? Um, That's yes. obviously wrong. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen a giraffe? I have, huh? yes. I have. At the I zoo. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You've never seen one in the wild, though, have you? Well, no, I don't live in Africa, so... Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, no one in Africa has seen one either. Like, they, they, I'm sure oh. if you went to someone from Africa and said, hey, show me the giraffe. It's like, what is a giraffe? We don't have those. Those aren't real things. Those are made-up white people bullshit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, this for is obviously zoos. It's, it's a it's a it's a grab for zoos to come and see the giant weird monstrosity that, that shouldn't biologically work. You know what? This just made me kind of think of um, Toys R Us and the sadness that is the fact that nobody will ever <laughs> <laughs> see. Isn't it like Jerry the Giraffe? I think it was Jerry the Giraffe. Yeah, Jerry the Giraffe is gone. I'm just like a little sad because essentially he's dead, right? The 21st century has been filled with just heartbreak. <laughs> so hard. Heartbreak after heartbreak. Ugh. It just will never end. We are in the end times, clearly. It really does feel pretty pretty heartbreaking that Jerry the Giraffe is gone. And maybe somebody thinks he wasn't real. He was real. Jerry the Giraffe was real. Just think on the positive side, though, that at least Toys R Us existed for us. Uh, who true. cares about those millennials <laughs> or anyone else after us? They don't need toys. Uh, they don't know. They don't need to have that experience. Uh, so it was there for us, and they don't need it. So it's better that uh, our lives were more full and enjoyable with They Jerry don't even Giraffe. have toy stores anymore. I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but toy stores <laughs> like don't even exist anymore. Is that true? Is a KB toy store gone? 
Yes, they're all gone. Playco, all of those. They're just, they don't exist. The only toy stores now are like educational, like little boutique toy stores, which come on, oh, as a child, terrible. that is not what you want to go to. <laughs> to- yeah, toys should not be educational. <laughs> no. Toys should teach you about chauvinism, jingoism, exactly. military, <laughs> fucking industrial complex. That's right. what toys are there for. And they're you there want for indoctrination. Every color and every like accessory available. That's what the toy store is for. Ugh, it's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. You're right. But get us back to uh, things that aren't real. I am colorblind, and uh, I have dealt with this this crippling um, disability for oh. years. Yes. And I have been ridiculed since I was a little child. <laughs> oh, was I part of that? Not, for not using correct colors when I'm painting my oceans or coloring my giraffes uh you know i'll use a green i'll make my giraffes green and black and people will say that's absurd you stupid idiot um (laughs) or the ocean isn't purple idiot um well guess what you know what i finally realized as i grow grew older and started realizing i that there are certain myths that have been told to me and to everyone in the world that they just take for granted. And I took it for granted because I couldn't see these things, uh, but everyone else said they could. So I assumed, hey, you know, I'm the one with the disability. Well, here I will declare for the first time, picking up where with Mr. McIndo left <laughs> off, I'm declaring right now that purple is a myth. It doesn't really exist. And anyone who says it does is... BSing themselves and the world because here's here's some facts. Hmm. Purple is not in the rainbow. It doesn't uh, exist in the rainbow. There's no purple there. I think there is. There's. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Look it up. Look it up. Uh, Smithsonian Magazine wrote: Rainbows don't include purple light. So why do they sometimes seem to? It's an illusion. There is no purple light in the rainbow. The violet light in Roy G. Biv, the mnemonic many people use to remember the colors of the rainbow, is a misnomer, according to Henry Risch. The reason why we say violet is because Isaac Newton said violet. But when Isaac Newton said violet, he really meant blue. Okay. There you go. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, There's pur- no purple stars. Did you know pur- that? There's no purple stars. Purple is real. It's not. It's it made is. up. It's like one of my favorite colors. So. Did you also know there's no such thing as brown? What? Yeah, there's no such thing as brown. Brown is just dark orange. We've given a name to oh, a yeah, shade kind of, of orange. <laughs> I mean, okay. Purple's the same thing. It's not real. But except it's, brown it's, it's is even, not. It's even different because purple just literally isn't there. What? What, you're, what you pretend to see as purple is actually just invisible. So I'm going to start my own subreddit. I don't know because if you equally mix red and blue, you get purple. No. All you get is blue. You get mm. a, a version of blue. Yeah, it's called the purple. The red disappears. The red disappears. The red doesn't disappear. It combines it with the blue and forms purple. No. It disappears. It goes away. Hey, I don't want to argue about this right now. <laughs> All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to set up my own Reddit. Purple is a myth. And I encourage anyone listening to collect the evidence and, and post it there because 
I'm not the only one. There's millions of people out there who've been ridiculed and shamed for their colorblindness, but we all know the truth. Purple isn't real. Purple isn't real. I guess we've reached the end of the show. Now it's time to gaze into the future with our segment, Far Off Tomorrow. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. Accurately predict events. Beware the eyes of Mars. And on into the future. So I told uh, Tiwi to come up with between three and five predictions for the future. Uh, Predictions that will probably hit between three weeks from this recording to a year or maybe just infinity. Uh, But I'd rather have a year so that we can actually uh, come (laughs) back and and yell at you for being so wrong because I'm the psychic. You're not the psychic. Okay. So Tiwi, I'm going to let you start us off. Um, I'm very curious to hear what your your, uh, lovely predictions are okay so my predictions are a little bit um contemporary in their scope because i have been (laughs) sequestered at home so number one trump will lose the election why there there has to be a, a why to that because he's horrible and i think that him telling us to go back to work at Easter and making all these idiotic decisions is going to backfire. I think that there's only so much spin you can put on something. So, yeah, I think he's terrible. I think he's going to lose. It's great that you started off with that one because my first prediction is coronavirus will prove to be a nothing burger and this will get Trump reelected in November as he runs around the country saying he was sabotaged by the Dems and people will believe him. They'll say it's part of the fucking Russia uh, campaign, the impeachment. It's just Democrats. That's what I say. That's my prediction. That this all thing, just the whole coronavirus just peters out. Wow. Nothing happens. Trump goes around and he, he's victorious in November. Okay, so obviously our predictions are in opposition, so this is interesting. Which is good. This is good. Okay, number two. (laughs) Only one of us could be right. Okay, someone very significant will die from COVID. Ooh. Should we start taking bets? Who? I have no idea who. I don't like to bet on people things. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. You're not not prepared for this podcast then. No. (laughs) Is it Tom Kinks out of the clear? Is he in the clear? I feel like Tom Hanks is probably fine, but people do turn really fast, so who knows? And he was sick Maybe. at the Golden Globes, was he not? He was. He was. I mean, he was. He was all messed up. Right. We had so, the proof. We put. Yeah. We played the proof in the, the yeah. last episode. I don't know. I don't know. But I did see uh, Rita Wilson. She was rapping to uh, "Naughty by Nature." Good lord! Just a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, I, I think that was just a brave front. Mm-hmm. I think she was just like, hey, I got to put something out where I'm really being just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, vivacious. Right. So, but yeah, yeah it, was, it was strange. Strange moment. My second prediction is uh, next year, after being back to work for only a few months, everyone will look back on our time imprisoned in our homes and we will wish it was 2020 again. We will actually look back to these times and believe this was the greatest time of 2020. That's my prediction. That's beautiful. <laughs> so basically, we just hate our jobs. Okay. <laughs> yes. Once, once you're back to work uh, at the Starbucks or just doing whatever, and you realize how shitty work is. Right. I mean, and this, of course, exempts all of you who are doing the jobs you love. But everyone else uh, that, that's just going to work to make a paycheck, you will remember this time right now and say, 
I should have done more. I should have That's probably taken, true. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have gone hiking. I always wanted I to hike the Appalachian Trail. That's the time to do it. I should have driven across America. You know, mm, everyone right. will look back at this time and see the opportunity lost, assuming okay. they're surviving. Continue. Yes. Okay. Which feeds into mine, <laughs> my third prediction. Good. A small town in America will be destroyed by coronavirus. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that's not so funny. <laughs> you know, it's not funny. It's terrifying. I don't know where, but some small town is going to just be wiped out. God, that's worse than the fucking uh, the celebrity one. Right. God, you're dark, man. <laughs> this is supposed to be a fun and lively exercise. It'll be like one of those like small catastrophes within a larger catastrophe. Like you know how there's like the melee massacre, complete societal collapse. Yeah, it'll just be like people refer to that. It'll have its own wiki page. Yeah, it'll be bad. Uh, The the McMurtry Kansas incident. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just I complete geographical isolation mixed with just grinding apocalyptic <laughs> death and turmoil then they all just fucking murder each other and the whole town goes on fire Ugh, okay. yeah I can see that yeah, yeah there's only one survivor he's a boy but with psychic powers oh, I mean, wow. that's, I'm, I'm drop. I'm jumping I feel like on you're writing like and... a TV show here okay <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one to be able to tell us what happened in McMurtry that day alright keep going oh no actually no my, I, it's mine it's mine you're I will finally finish my documentary that I've been putting off for several months um, I can say that currently I'm not tracking well on this prediction, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I have all, I have all, I have all the media and I have all the time. So eventually the two things will, will, they'll merge and I will, I will do that. This feeds into your other prediction too. I just say, or refer to <laughs> prediction number two. Right. I feel like both our predictions are kind of like. They associate with themselves. Okay. Okay. So prediction number four is uh, that Governor Cuomo will be the DNC nominee because Biden will be pulled out due to his losing faculties or (laughs) declining faculties. And at the convention, they will push up Cuomo. Now, you brought this up long before I saw it. Now, where did you hear this or did you actually just was this something you came up with? So it's something I've kind of just thought was, I just feel like they, it seems like the optics of, I hate saying this, but mainstream media, they're really pushing this sort of like hero narrative for Cuomo. And I don't see him doing anything particularly heroic. Um, And they're also framing it in this directly oppositional scenario to Trump, which also feels a little... Uh, contrived. It doesn't like I get, you know, Trump is very anti governors that are actually dealing with crises, but he hasn't really come out for Cuomo directly. He's kind of he's attacked New York indirectly because, I mean, Trump is kind of a because de Blasio is the the angry guy and Cuomo is trying to like play ball. Right. So Trump is trying to like play the two of them against each other. Say, like, oh, there's this angry piece of shit over there. I talked to the governor. That, that mayor guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. Now, my question is for this, though, is did you actually come up with this very, uh, organically? Because that's kind of spooky. I was in, so I'm in this uh, 
chat group that actually talks about Bravo TV shows. <laughs> and we have wow. a subgroup that's about the end of the world. And we as a, a group kind of were talking about it. And I think that's where I first sort of was like, hey, I think this is I think this has legs. Oh, OK. Oh. Tucker Carlson was on a, uh, a podcast and he said literally the same thing that you just said. He OK, said so that's that, weird. Yeah. Biden is uh, he, he basically is he's, he's con- de- declining mentally. His mental faculties are declining. That's a fact. Um, he's not the same guy as before. And the reason why we also we haven't been hearing a lot from him yeah, now during coronavirus Biden? time, yeah, uh, is because he's pretty much just I don't know taking a siesta, getting his brain back to health, but also probably trying to fi- figure out a way to salvage line this up whole that, thing. yeah, or well, just to line up that second guy or who that replacement person that they'll reveal during the convention. They'll just basically have a it's Cuomo. a Hubert Humphrey type style convention where the guy who got all the won all the primaries just drops out and they elect someone else. I think it's block. yeah. And then also there's like little puff pieces that make me think that it is an active like narrative that they're pushing. Like that thing with Teen Vogue was I don't know, that was absurd. That sounds something about having a crush on Cuomo. I'm sorry, but ew, no, that's not right. that's not a thing. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I, I mean, there there probably is a a splinter campaign out there that's driving this narrative, and probably why it's even like kind of bubbling up in like social media and these mm-hmm. subgroups for Bravo TV shows with apocalyptic bents. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's probably just a whisper campaign. They probably hire these like fucking uh, viral marketers. They're like, hey, yeah. by the way, we're interested in this, and we want to kind of do a sort of subtle poll poll yeah. for. They this need the idea. youth vote. That's what they're trying to steal from Bernie, right? They need the youth and they need right. the enthusiasm. That's what also Biden seriously lacks. It's also a way to prime the pump, you know, so that when it does happen, when they do have the big reveal and Oz comes out and it's fucking Cuomo, um, everyone's like, oh, no, you know, that sounds makes sense because we've been hearing about this for a long time. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Where could also be why. Bernie's probably heard the same shit. I think he And has. why he still isn't dropping out. Why yeah. Bernie's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to go to the convention. Yeah. We're going to fucking raise hell and see what we can get in this convention. Because who knows? Maybe there's a lot of people who won't like the idea of a guy who just walks in at the last minute and says, I'm the president, versus yeah. a guy who campaigned and got actually, you know, won primaries uh, granted a handful but he was still out there i mean i'm still i honestly don't feel like biden like yes i know he actually won but i think that the only reason he did that was because they used fear and manipulation they never wanted biden i think that they were like biden was just like a filler he was like a placeholder you know what it is and they, they always say it's the the centrist candidate but i i want to say it's more no. the normalcy candidate people are looking for this idea this which I think is now a fantastical idea that there's going to be a normal that we get back to. You can never go back. Like it just doesn't happen. And I remember like that feeling after nine 11 where you're like, okay, when are things going to like return back to how they were like just little things like gas prices and like 
riding an airplane like a normal person. But yeah, I understand. Is that like that's not happening ever again? Uh, the unitary president concept is never going away. Presidents never give back power; they just keep it. They stay. They, and also, any kind of sense of like decency from the the, the from the the office of the president. I mean, if anything. This president has made it much, much, much harder to ever hold a president accountable ever again. And I know. that no president's going to be like, oh, you know what? I disagreed with how he got away with all this shit. Um, you know, having a business, not showing his taxes, all these other things, all these codes and traditions he broke. You know what? I'm going to go back to that. And no, they're going to hold on to that. That's now, now, depressing. That means we have to go for a revolution. 20 years from now. That's, just, that's my final prediction. <laughs> the revolution will start for 20 more years when one of these young whippersnappers who actually has the vitality, he can put all the, the, the passion and uh, the, the, the verve, but also the kind of the, the, the ideas into a good package, a, a really electable package, and that guy will bring revolution. Uh, but he will also have a bad cocaine habit, and he will have one term. <laughs> So <laughs> he will get yes. caught. Um, just, you know, whatever. No one's perfect, though. So his name is William McGillicuddy, and <laughs> he will be the future. So with that. Wait, wait, wait. I have one last prediction. Oh, you do? Yes, the one I came up with while we were talking in the show. Oh, oh. I thought you did all I thought you no, did no, four. No. Final prediction. Final prediction. I, I added Trump is going to say he meant next Easter. <laughs> But the mainstream media <laughs> lied. <laughs> That's a good one. I like. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't beat your like entire city immolation <laughs> one, but yeah. that one's actually pretty good. I like that one. Very nice. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, and with that, and here's the thing. Let's keep the party rolling, folks. Uh, if you have a prediction, send all your predictions to us uh, at Fiasco Jones or at Jenny Says Stuff. Or even more fun, send him to uh, Jax's secret Twitter account <laughs> and just bombard him with your predictions. He won't even know what's happening because um, he's just neck deep in diapers. And so uh, we will pick the best one of all of the predictions, and that lucky fool will get a dinner at. Yeah. So, yes, you can reach us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic everywhere else you can reach me via twitter at fiasco jones and you can reach tiwi at at jenny said stuff Jax remains a uh, huge mystery but if you find him that's the, the little easter egg find him on twitter and bombard him mercilessly um some of our shows are will now start showing up on youtube yeah um, a little cut some cut downs i decided to do that with my quarantine time <laughs> <laughs> going back and looking at some old episodes like hey you know what i'll turn this into a video I don't know how ambitious it will be. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to comment or rate. Most of all, thank you for listening. And until you hear from us again, so mote it be. So mote it be. So mote it be.